Yeah. Yeah, we're back. It's the NBA Strategy Show presented by No House Advantage. I'm Dave Lockman at Lafay underscore D on the Twitters, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D. For those of you podcast listeners at home, joined by Adam Sher at Ship My Money DFS, hanging out in LA. I asked, I thought he was in the back of a massage parlor for a second. I thought he just got signed by the Cleveland Browns for a moment. <laughs> Do, do massage parlors typically have weird hands drawn on walls or something? I don't, it's not, see, from back here, it doesn't look like hands. It just looks like weird wallpaper and then an odd lamp. You know, I can't okay. really see the hands. Okay. Is that what it is? It's just weird hands drawn? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. My guess is that, like I don't know, when it opened or something, people just drew their hands and signed them or something. We haven't done a show in a while, it feels like. Yeah, no, I was just thinking that because I was off pretty much all of last week and then i've only done shows with josh this week yeah and there hasn't been much basketball during the actual week either i think there were only two ga- actually no there was only one nba game during the during the actual week uh last last week so yeah, yeah and i wasn't working anyway so i didn't even do that yeah Ad- uh, alex and i did live before locks pretty or uh, deeper dive pretty good time i haven't done a show with him since football season so that was pretty cool yeah no. um I think that's, I think I'm on with him. Yeah, I'm on with him later today. Yeah, you're on with him tonight. And you hung out with Jordan Klein for a couple of nights. How is that? I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, it's a good time. We are, uh, we hanging out in, in July, as a matter of fact. So looking forward to that. And uh, well, anyway, happy to have you guys with us. If you haven't done so yet, hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. We're back for game three tonight, baby. We got a hundred in here already josh ingleman already (laughs) already going to war in chat it feels like we never left uh (laughs) but if seriously hit the thumbs up subscribe to the channel helps us greatly and if you haven't done so and you want to uh hit that join down below get the free super chats each month the custom emojis the sweet badges all of that fun stuff and we'll always prioritize your questions along and comments along with our premium discord members it's like riding the bike man Riding the bike. Haven't done this in a while, but we're back. Anyway, uh, go just you and I haven't even really talked about this series at all. So just an overview going into it. Is it not strange? I won't say strange. No, I will. That we saw yet another blowout between two evenly matched teams in the postseason. It's like they trade blows with, with, with blowouts instead of just like tight fought games or close uh, contested games every uh, every night. Yeah, it, it is weird, you know, and, and especially during earlier in the postseason, I thought it could kind of be attributed to the schedule being more compact. But now you're getting, you know, the normal like two days or whatever, uh, two days off between games. So kind of surprised that we saw that last game. I thought so, too. And obviously the first game wasn't really a blowout. I mean, sure, the, the, the bench got emptied um, at the end of that, like the final minute. But Golden State was up by 15. And ended up not only blowing the lead, not only losing, but losing by 12. And then last game, you saw that patented third quarter, second half Warriors team at home went up 29 and never looked back. Do you have just from, I wouldn't even say a betting standpoint, but just from an overall flow of game three going back to Boston, do you have any feel for this? I know, I know you want Boston to win. I know you have, I know you have a bet for them to win the series, but just in terms of of this game three, because I have no real feel for, for who wins this game tonight. Yeah, me neither. Um, I've kind of just assumed it's going to be the the home team. I mean, I think that's kind of what the lines are reflecting. Uh, Boston, I think, favored by three right now. Um, I kind of had that argument with Greg before game two, where he claimed Boston should be favored in Golden State, and I told him he was insane. But, like, that's it's kind of the opposite here. Like, I, I think Boston should be a slight favorite like they are. Yeah. Three and a half, three and a half points. Makes sense. Josh and I are going to be hanging out watching the game tonight. It's going to be a fucking blast. Let's just, let's just call it as it is. It's going to be sick over on a uh, playback. Actually, you can just check Josh's tweet or go to mine. I, I retweeted it. It takes a second to sign up. All you have to do is authenticate your provider, right? Whatever, wherever you watch TV, whatever you watch. And like, for me, it's Xfinity. All I do is put my password in. I'm good to go. I never have to do it again. You're in, boom. 
completely synced up. There's no delay on our side. We're all actually watching the exact same screen in the exact same room. You'll get to see us. You got to chat. It's amazing. If you're not doing anything tonight and you're watching the game, throw it on, hang out, and let's have some fun together. Also, Josh is going to be joining us at the end of this show to talk a little bit more about that. Adam, feel free to drop off. I'm assuming you won't want to be there for it. So uh, you're more than welcome to just uh, peace. Yeah, uh, Jordan was telling me about it the other day. Like, I, I didn't even know we were doing it. And he told me, I was like, well, that sounds really cool as long as I am never asked to do it or be involved in it. Yeah, <laughs> it is fun, though. I'll tell you what, it is a lot of fun. I mean, we've had... Last year we did it and we weren't synced up. So I would imagine this year it's going to be awesome. Plus, watching Jordan Klein just get shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Did you, guys, did you guys do some boozing on the town? Uh, we went out and watched the Celtics game on whatever night, Sunday night, and then went to like a good Italian place Monday night. So a little bit of drinking. Jordan so also Jordan was Jordan driving. held it together. Yeah, he was driving. Uh, he, he drove me on Sunday, and then Monday it was like a block from my my place but he had to drive again oh in his uh what is it the prius supreme or something yeah yeah got to ride in the prius did you feel cool um yeah it felt great like <laughs> er er earlier in the day i had uh taken so like i, I got a tesla from the airport to my hotel Ooh. and then i went to get a haircut and had a lexus and then i got jordan's prius and that was obviously the highlight of the day Absolutely. And I'm not like no, no shade being thrown the Priuses. I just like to mess with Jordan uh, because he was like, it's the it's the Prius pre Supreme or I forget what it was. But I mean, he lives in this waterfront apart. It's funny, though. That's that's L.A., right? Like everyone has these insane, uh, insane places and then they all drive electric cars or they have private jets and then drive their Prius to their to the landing strip. For what it's worth, uh, I'm looking forward to talking to basketball. I'm watching it tonight, so it's going to be fun. Usually, I can't do anything on a Wednesday night, so uh, tonight I can since the game doesn't start till 9, so hang with us. We'll have a blast. All right, um, first things first. With Golden State and Boston, do you have a clear top captain tonight, just given how dominant Steph Curry is? Because I guarantee before game one, if you and I were doing this show, we'd go – yeah, Jason Tatum is definitely that guy. And I still think, given that he's cheaper than Steph Curry, that he is. But Curry, 35% usage rate through the first two games. 29 actual points. Only played three quarters last game. He's been crushing. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's between Tatum and Curry. They're basically the same price. Uh, Curry, I, I, I would say I feel a little bit more confident in Curry usage-wise, just because, like, there's less alternatives on golden state i mean obviously you have clay but like kevon looney's not going to take a lot of usage draymond's not going to take a lot of usage wiggins normally isn't going to take that much whereas boston you expect tatum to be the leader but jalen brown can certainly take over any given game um we've seen you know marcus smart certainly can pick up some usage at times um but tatum you know does also give you more in the way of peripherals than curry does so i think that they're similar um right now we have Tatum projected for 19% captain ownership on DraftKings compared to 14 for Curry. That makes me a little bit more interested in Curry. And yeah, I know it's by just to chat. I know gas prices are insane in California right now. I, uh, I, I messaged Adam the other day. I was like, look what I just paid for gas. Um, my tank wasn't even fully on empty. I paid a hundred dollars for, for my Jeep grand Cherokee, a hundred bucks. And I was still like four gallons shy of what it was. So if I'm on empty, my it's 125 to fill my tank right now. It's 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 stupid. So that's yeah, insane. I, I don't remember what I paid the last time I filled mine, but I do it like once every two months. Right. You don't. I don't have to that often either. I really don't. But when I do, it gets pricey. So I get it. California, aren't there some? I think there's some spots in Cali where it's like eight dollars right now. It's just stupid. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know it's really high in Arizona too. Yeah, it's, it's not not that high, but not not California, yeah, yeah. not California high, but it's crazy. Yeah, so if yeah, you got an electric car. I mean, Jordan Jordan's doing big things with the pre uh, the Prius Plus Supreme, um, you know, star MVP. Uh, all right, do you think do you think if we're talking about Tatum and Curry, the, the two ob we, you just you just broke them down. I don't think you can necessarily go wrong here uh, with either of these guys. The, the one advantage with Tatum is that 
probably plays more minutes. Do, are you looking at Curry and thinking maybe we can get him up towards, you know, the 40, 42 minute mark? Because he played 38 in game one, uh, 32 in game two, but he only played three quarters. Assuming this game stays competitive and we have to assume it will, how many minutes do you give to Curry and how many do you give to Tatum? Yeah, I mean, 38 for Curry, I think, is pretty fair. And then 41, 42 for Tatum. Um, it's not that, you know, Curry couldn't play that many minutes, but we've seen, you know, even in competitive games, even in competitive series previously in the postseason, where Steve Kerr is typically running Curry for 38, maybe 40 minutes um, if it goes down to the wire, whereas Tatum has been averaging like 41 minutes per game. So I do feel pretty comfortable giving a few extra minutes to Tatum from a projection standpoint. Okay. Yeah, I do too. I have no problems with that whatsoever, but uh, I do think there's definitely an advantage to looking at if, if it's a tough call of your single interest and then looking at the minutes and maybe, uh, maybe favoring Tatum a little bit because he is uh, just from an overall pricing standpoint. Now you're getting him uh, not, I mean, it's marginally cheaper, but you're getting him cheaper than Curry. What do you make of what we saw last game where Boston, you know, Jason Tatum bounced back with a decent game. Um, but the rest of that team, was terrible. If you look at the rest of the starting lineup and Derek White, they were 12 for 41 shooting. Now, that isn't to say that we're going to get that again. Understandably so. But do you think that there is something Golden State, I won't say figured out, but schemed in order to make it so a lot of these role players who had just popped off in game one and led them to a, a significant comeback and ultimate win do you think there's something to that that we should be worried about some of these, you know, non-Tatum players maybe not getting as good a looks as they saw in game one? Possibly. Um, I mean, I think that you, you kind of just saw the direct, you know, like game one, Tatum really struggled. They played really well defensively on Tatum. They left everyone else wide open, with the exception of Derek White. Uh, he shot really well from three in game one on contested threes, which was crazy. But, you know, you had Horford getting wide open threes, I think set a career high in, in three-pointers. So, and then last game, you know, you had Tatum have the better game. Uh, those guys dropped off a bit. I expect it to kind of just average out to the middle. Like, I still think you're going to get open look, open looks from those guys. You know, it makes a lot of sense for Golden State to prefer to be beat by Derek White and Al Horford three-pointers than by Jason Tatum. But I also don't expect them to shoot 50% from three. Exactly. And th yeah, that's the thing. I mean, game one and game two are two totally different stories. Game one. Boston was just raining down threes game two. They turned the ball over like 19 times and golden state had, I think 33, 35 points off turnovers alone. It's going to crush you. That's how the heat beat them in game one. It was just straight turnovers. If they're turning the ball over like that, they're in trouble. The mid range guys though, actually, no, before we get to that really crowded mid range with green Wiggins, Thompson, Horford, smart. What do you make of Jalen Brown? Who's literally on an Island in terms of pricing today. It's a pretty appealing price point, I think. You know, he's discounted from Curry and Tatum, which he should be from a medium projection standpoint. But you know the ceiling's still there. Like, if you had to point to one guy in this series that isn't Jason Tatum, isn't Steph Curry, that you wouldn't be surprised if he absolutely takes over a game, I think it's Jalen Brown. I mean, Clay Thompson would, I guess, be the other option. But, you know, Brown, through the first two games, has the highest usage rate on the Celtics at 31.6%, 21.5% assist percentage. I'm certainly not saying that I think you, you know, see him have a higher usage rate than Tatum for the remainder of the series, but it is possible. We'd seen even in, in previous series where Tatum was taking on a bigger playmaking role, getting a little bit less usage. So I think the discount to Brown is really appealing. And then he's getting 11% captain ownership, which is the third highest, but it is still discounted off of Tatum and off of Curry. So at that price point, I'm certainly very interested in Jalen Brown. I think the only difference is ceiling, right? Like when it comes to Jalen Brown's ceiling, you, you'll, you'll once in a while get to that 50 point game, 50 fantasy point game. You haven't throughout the entire postseason seen that and correct me if I'm wrong, but you haven't seen that monster game. Maybe we don't need it at that price point though. Yeah, and I mean, it's still there. I mean, he's getting so many opportunities that just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it won't. You know, through the first two games in this series, only a 47.7% true shooting percentage. If you get the game where Brown's actually efficient and running with a 30-plus percent usage rate, you certainly can still get that massive game. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it can certainly happen. We've seen it. We've seen throughout the – we've seen weird things throughout the postseason uh, continuously – 
Al Horford is one of those guys where, you know, he will have just some truly dreadful games as a score. And, and not even that. Sometimes there's just zero shot volume, zero usage at all. He, last game, blowout, you got kind of what you expected there. They were down by 29. Uh, it was what? Horford, Tatum, Brown, and Smart all played about one minute in the fourth quarter, never returned. It was just, all right, we'll save them for game three. Uh, assuming that Horford is out there for his normal minutes, you're probably getting um, easy, like mid-30s. But is this a spot where he's going to play less minutes than he did last series? And the reason I ask you is he played 33 minutes in game one. Was there any reason that he didn't get that, that same allotment of minutes that we had seen in previous games throughout the entire postseason? I don't think so. Um, Meaning I couldn't see anything at least. Yeah, I mean, William Robert Williams played 24 minutes. Like, I mean, he, he Robert Williams being active, I guess, probably had some impact. But, uh, but no, Williams I mean, has been active and Horford's played 40, you know? Right, right. Like, that's that's not the sole reason. Um, I don't think, yeah, I mean, Horford had two fouls in the entire game. There aren't any any weird rotations there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I, I think it's reasonable to think that he just, you know, plays a few less minutes in the series, at least early on in the series. Do you still like him at that price point? Because he's priced for a guy that's been playing huge minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the issue. But at 7,600, I do think that there's certainly still upside there because there's no guarantee. It's not like he's capped at 32 or 33. Right. He can certainly still play more. You know, Robert Williams gets in foul trouble. He plays more. Boston just adjusts their rotation a bit. Like, in game one, Peyton Pritchard played 15 minutes. Derek White played 32 minutes. Uh, You had Daniel Tice in the rotation for God knows what reason. So you could certainly just see, and game two, you had Tice in the rotation as well. I mean, if you take Tice out, which they should, um, you could certainly just give those minutes to Horford and then suddenly he's back to, you know, 37, 38. So I'm not, I'm not looking at Horford and saying like, there's no way he plays 38 plus minutes here. He certainly could. And at that price tag, even if he does play 34 minutes, he still looks decent. You know, he's still a a fantasy point per minute guy. Um, But I do think that, you know, you have to factor in how that rotation looked in game one and how it was looking in game two. But I think it would also be a mistake to just say that that's set in stone at this point. I agree. Look, he almost played 18 minutes in the first half of that game. And then Boston started making a, a significant comeback. So it's also just possible that he would have returned earlier. You know, he missed a minute because the benches were emptied. And then probably just given how well the rest of the starters were playing, Tice even Tice was playing well in the fourth quarter. I don't, like you said, I don't know why he was, you know, significant Oh no, not Tice. I'm sorry. Uh, Peyton Pritchard was out there with, so the, the, the the lineup that really brought him back was Tatum Brown, Williams, Derek white and Peyton Pritchard. It might've just been working and that could be the reason he lost a couple of minutes there. And then everything goes back to normal. I don't know. We can get into Clay Thompson too. struggle through the first uh, through the first couple of games, but it's Clay Thompson. Things can always change before we do though. Check out no house advantage. If you guys haven't done so yet, daily prop based contest, very cool format. There's no over or under on any of these. You're building lineups. There's just no salary. Like there would be anywhere else. So you're taking, you know, an eight player or eight prop lineup, really an eight player lineup. You're just taking their props putting it together, taking the ones you're most confident in, putting them at the top, the ones you're least confident at the bottom, uh, they get more or or less points based on where they are in your lineup, which is a cool little wrinkle to the format they've got over there. And of course you have all of the free tools at awesome to help you win more money. You have the, the, the free, uh, no house advantage player prop tool or lineup builder, optimal lineup tool, player prop tool, all of that entirely free, not to mention that everybody, when they sign up for the first time, gets a $25 deposit bonus using the promo code AWESEMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O. Props, a ton of props over there. They got 500-plus props offered at No House Advantage, and they're static. They don't change throughout the day. You can take real advantage of that using the free tools at AWESEMO, using Odd Shopper, finding where you can exploit all of these, putting them at the top of your lineup, and winning some money and playing against uh, against the field, right? Against your peers, no sharks, uh, or sorry, yeah, n- none of that other stuff. That's why it's called No House Advantage. There is no advantage going to the house. Nohouseadvantage.com, 
Download it in the App Store, Google Play Store, wherever you want. Use that promo code Osmo. Get $25 when you sign up for the first time. All right. When it comes to somebody like Thompson, is are, are we looking at him and just saying, if you play him, you know what you're going to get, which is just an abundance of uncertainty. Yeah, and I've really had a difficult time getting to Clay Thompson really throughout the postseason. And the reason is that so the, the way that I view Thompson, his usage rate's been down throughout the postseason. That's been the case so far in the series as well, 21.9%. The issue that I've been having with Thompson is that he's really volatile, which is good when someone's when the field is overreacting in the direction of you know not playing him. Like if you could get Clay Thompson at relatively low ownership, he would be my favorite play like every single game. Just because you're going to get that one or two games a series where Clay just comes out and starts making every three and taking a bunch more shots and playing really, really well. But the issue I've been having, and it's the case again tonight, at, at least right now, you're still getting 44% ownership going to Clay uh, overall, 7.5% at captain. It's not that that's, you know, a crazy amount of ownership. It's just that it makes it difficult for me to really want to prioritize him when on average, he doesn't project that well. Now his salary has come down a bit from where it was in previous series. So I do think it's a little bit easier to get to him. And I don't anticipate having like none of him, which is what I was doing in in previous series, but I've kind of just had difficulty with him overall because like he's, you know, he's still more expensive than Draymond. He's a little more expensive than Wiggins. Um, He's, you know, obviously more expensive the guys like White and and Looney and and you know the role guys, role player guys. But like, it's just that the ownership isn't really moving, and he, on average, I don't think is a, is a great option. But um, the price tag being down to seventy four hundred does certainly make him more appealing than I think he had been. Yeah, I think he's fine there. When he was more expensive than all of those guys, not named Curry, Tatum, and Jalen Brown, that was it was really difficult to get to him. It just, it didn't make a lot of sense because you can look at any of those other guys and say, all right, well, I have a higher floor there. Uh, and also, you know, a very similar ceiling, but you're right. The ownership doesn't budge on him. He's also, and, and you look at all these seven K guys, Wiggins, green Thompson, uh, smart, all of those guys in that, in that same area, uh, Horford, his ownership is higher. But all of the other guys are at least they're, they're all within 10% ownership of each other. Smart's at 39% right now. Wiggins is at 49. Green's at 49. Thompson's at 44. Does anyone and Horford's at 52. Does anyone stand out there would be a better question as someone like Clay Thompson, clearly one of the guys that stands out as I don't like him as much for the reasons you just stated. Is there anyone in that group, that grouping of ownership that you like a lot more than the others? Not really. Um, I think ownership will really just kind of dictate things here. And I will say, you know, like I pointed out that Clay is is still getting a healthy amount of ownership. Horford right now is the one that stands out in terms of I, I don't really know why he's getting more than these other guys. It's not that I have an issue with Horford, but I just really think that, you know, Horford, Wiggins, Green, Thompson, Smart, they're all just sort of very similar plays to me and Horford's getting the most ownership. So typically what will end up happening for me there is just that um, I get less Horford, I get more Smart you know, maybe even a little bit more clay just because he is lower on than, than those other two guys. Um, but the point being, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with Clay Thompson or Al Horford or Marcus Smart. It's really just accepting that in a one game sample, all of these guys are close to the same. Sure, you have your preferences between them, but um, you shouldn't prefer any of them by a wide enough margin that you're not willing to just kind of say like, all right, whatever, I'll take whoever the field isn't on. For sure. Okay. And the field is basically on all of them. So, yeah, but like relative to each other, you are getting a discount on smart. You're getting a little bit of a discount on clay. Right. What about Looney? 25 minutes, 21 minutes. And I'm referencing the playing time here just because certain guys, we came into these series not exactly knowing what the playing time was going to look like. Last game, man, Looney played, Looney played what, like 11 minutes in the first half almost? And what did he play? Six and a half. Yeah, played 10 and a half minutes in the first quarter and then didn't play the second quarter. So I, this is another spot where I'm not really sure what to make of it. He also came back in um, with, with like five minutes or six minutes to go, played three minutes, and then the bench was emptied. But he was out there with, with Clay and, 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 and Jordan Poole. So what in the world are we supposed to do with someone like Looney? 
Yeah, I mean, very weird rotation from him last game. And, and one thing to keep in mind, um, and and it does sort of increase the the volatility of his minutes, is that Golden State is getting healthier. When when you had these previous series yeah. where Looney was playing a ton of minutes, you didn't have Iguodala. For a lot of it, you didn't have Gary Payton. So not to say that you know those guys are going to have a massive negative impact on Looney. He still played 25 minutes in game one, but it makes it easier for Looney to play 24, 25 minutes as opposed to, you know, 30 plus when you're giving some minutes to Iguodala when now you have Gary Payton back. Uh, he played a lot in the first half. I mean, he played 25 minutes overall last game, but that wasn't that wasn't like garbage run. He closed the first quarter, he closed the second quarter. So I do think that you see a negative impact on Looney's minutes in a competitive game. I would expect you're getting around 24, 25 minutes again. Yeah, and we'll see if, if Iggy's out again. I don't know if, if he plays. He's questionable. But the crazy thing about last game, though, was Looney didn't play the second quarter. You would have thought that Jordan Poole might have gone on a run or something like that. But Jordan Poole only played four minutes, less than four minutes in the in the second quarter. It was, and you mentioned a couple of these guys, obviously it was Curry and Wiggins uh, and, and Draymond Green and, and a bunch of clay, but it was Gary Payton and Otto Porter. So, yeah, even if Iguodala it isn't, back for this game you still run that risk of like at one point you had a porter payton pool or porter payton green curry wiggins lineup that was out there for for almost five minutes in the second yeah and and if iguodala's out i think it's worth mentioning too that bilitsa played basically the iggy minute so right it's not it, it's not like it you didn't see like gary payton get minutes as or as you know, extra minutes as a result of Iggy being out or anything like that. You just saw Bielitsa thrown into the rotation. Absolutely. All right. And I I would say at this rate, it's tough because Looney has had two really solid games for his for his minutes. Is his price at a point now where where you're willing to roll the dice on it? Or is his ownership gonna pull you away from that? Because he's a 29%. It's not crazy. But I wasn't sure that if him being still at a mid six K price point, uh, that it would pull his that it would possibly pull his ownership down, given that his minutes have been have been lower. But it seems pretty appropriate. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's obviously concerning the the playing time. Um, but he's another one, you know, just like we were talking about with Horford. Obviously, a different situation. But um, looking at the rotations we've gotten through through the first two games, I am projecting you know twenty four minutes or so for Looney, which is less than. I was projecting in previous series, but it's not set in stone that that happens. You know, he could just go, you know, let's say Iggy's out this game. Would it be the most crazy thing if they just run a shorter rotation and Looney gets some of those Bielitsa minutes? Like it, it certainly could happen. So um, there's still some upside there, but then also there's just not a lot in his price range either. You know, you mentioned earlier uh, Jalen Brown being at, being on an island um, in this price range, you kind of, you know, you have Looney at 66, you have pool at 64, you have Williams at 6k, um, Derek white at 5,800, but like there's not a, a ton else in there. So you're still just going to land on some Looney naturally. And he has still been producing at a high rate as well through the first two games in the series, 1.28 DraftKings points per minute. Uh, he's obviously a very good rebounder. He can pick up assists, you know, he can score around the rim. So I, I think the price tag's pretty fair. Um, I don't feel confident in him, but you're also getting less ownership than most other guys. All right, let's keep going. God, this is such a now that Golden State's getting healthy, things start to get uh, things start to get a little bit different. You've you've even seen that Jordan Poole has has gotten a few minutes lopped off of his of his playing time. And correct, tell me you could tell me if you think I'm wrong here. I think it could be even more if he's not shooting well because he only played. Uh, what five and a half, six, seven, eight. He played less than 10 minutes in the first half and then didn't even enter the game in the second half until a minute was left and then ended up playing the entire played the entire fourth quarter because he was, he was shooting well and he, he scored 14 points over that 13 minute stretch. But if Paul's not shooting well, I don't know that we can be confident that he gets anywhere close to the minutes he saw in previous series. Yeah, and you also really have to keep in mind that Gary Payton's back. Yeah, and, and he's a Payton's a defensive specialist too. Like this guy is a huge factor defensively. Yeah, exactly. And as I, I just saw someone in chat mention, you know, Kerr's rotations kind of being wonky and inconsistent. You know, is there a chance Payton doesn't play today and Kaminga plays? No. no. Um, no. not saying there's no chance Kaminga plays. Like I don't think, but Kaminga it won't plays. be at the expense of Gary right. Payton. It'll right. be if Kaminga plays, it's that 
it, like if Kaminga plays, it's that Igudala is out and Kaminga plays instead of Bilitsa. Exactly. That's how Kaminga plays. Yep. Uh, Gary Payton is a firm part of this rotation. It's not like he was getting, you know, DNP CDs and suddenly came back from the dead. He broke his elbow and now he's back. Um, so, but, but in, in, with regard to pool, when you had Payton out, you kind of just didn't have better alternatives off the bench. You know, Poole can be a liability defensively, but what are you going to do about it when, you, when you're missing Peyton? Um, now with Peyton back, you know, especially if this is a game where Golden State's playing from ahead, I would certainly expect Peyton to be taking minutes away from Poole. If it's a back-and-forth game, you still could see that because as good as Poole is, if you have Steph Curry on the floor, if you have Klay Thompson on the floor, you don't, you don't need Poole out there shooting. Like, you want those guys getting the shots, so... It can still make sense to have Peyton if you're really pl- like if you're playing from behind and you need a lot of scoring. That's the best case scenario for Pool's minutes, I think. But uh, I think Peyton being back is very, very risky for Jordan Pool's minutes. You know, would you would you avoid playing Peyton and Pool together? No, but only because it's a single game slate um, and Peyton's only three K. I typically don't worry too much about rules on on single game slates because Peyton could play like 18 or 15 minutes and still have still fall into a decent game. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, like if, if Peyton plays 26 minutes, then I don't want Jordan Poole. I don't really know how that works out, but the fact, like you said, Peyton could play 16, 15 minutes, still be one of the best values at three K. And then you get, you know, 28 minutes from Poole. not saying I think that happens, but like it is still possible. So I'm going to project it the way that you know i think it plays out but i'm not going to set a rule not to have them together because you certainly could have like, like i don't think i'll get them together that much anyway because i don't think i'm gonna have that good of a projection on jordan pool but i'm not going to set a rule because i do think that uh there's at least the possibility where peyton pays off his salary in 15 minutes and pool plays a bunch more and, and does well agreed but if i'm hand building lineups i really I, i'm probably going to do what I can to not have those guys in a lineup together. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm like, it's, it's not my preferred option. Like I, I don't think pool ends up in, you know, the first or second lineup I build anyway, Yeah, but true. I also wouldn't be trying to get them both in the first or second lineup I build. That's a good way to look at it. Hit that thumbs up too. What are we at? Six sixty nine. There we go. 312 people, 69 likes. It'd be a fun number to stay at, but get to a hundred game three today. It's game three, pivotal game three, one might say. Yeah, they're all pivotal at this point. But uh, Speaking of Gary Payton, do you <clears> think 17% ownership holds? No. Because that makes no sense to me. No, because 3K is still cheap. Yeah. I, okay, there's no Luka on this slate, right? There's no Giannis on this game or in this game. I say that because if you're, if you're talking about captain spot, Yes, of course, Curry and Tatum are, are going to be pricey up there. But let's just say you play, let's just say you were to play Curry a captain and then you were to plug in Gary Payton uh, in the utility. That gives you 7,600 per plus per player for the remaining four players. Insanely easy to build a good lineup with that without having to go to Andre Iguodala. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just talked about how the seven you know, mid seven K price range is kind of just like, take your pick of a bunch of solid yeah. options. Um, being able to get to more of them is certainly going to be appealing. So I, I do think you see Gary Payton's ownership come up. Um, I will gladly play him at higher ownership than we currently have him projected for. But if somehow he were 17% owned, he'd be one of like, he's what I think he's, I think he's one of the better plays anyway, but if he were actually only 17% owned, like I would like him even more. Absolutely. 17% seems extremely low on a guy who could theoretically play another 25, 26 minutes. And for what it's worth, he played 26 minutes against Denver uh, in that closeout game, 26 minutes in a game that they won by four points, played 25 minutes last game, played an integral role, great defensive player. He can, like, 25 minutes, I'm not saying you're projecting him for that because you're not. But it's not out of it's not out of the question to say you know he could he could go out back out there tonight and play another twenty five minutes if the game flow is is working in in his style of play's favor. And he's also not a bad fantasy uh, no. producer. Like he's not a high usage guy. But it's not like you're talking about you know an Andre Iguodala or a Grant Williams or a guy like that that produces you know point six or point seven fantasy points per minute. And you're saying you know like all right, well hopefully he plays twenty six minutes. He averaged point nine two. 
Yeah, point. Yeah, I'll say 0.91, 0.92 from the start of the season overall. In the postseason, he's at 0.89. Um, so he he is a good point per minute guy, and it goes back to what we were just saying about you know if I would set a rule to not play him and pool together. Um, but at 3K, even if he plays like 16, 17 minutes at close to a fantasy point per minute, he's likely to be a very good value. If he does get back into the mid 20s, he's likely to be like the guy that you have to have. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What about Robert Williams, man? What do you make of, of Robert Williams? Um, so, I mean, 14 minutes last game, obviously not what you're looking for. Uh, played 24 the game before that. I, I, on average, expect him to play around 24 minutes. He's a good point per minute guy. He's only 6K. I do like the upside he gives you in tournaments. I think that he's risky because the minutes are kind of all over the place. But only 18% projected ownership right now. Only 2% captain ownership. Both of those are pretty interesting to me in tournaments because he is such a good point per minute guy. You really just need to, you know, run good on the minutes that he plays. That's all it is. Yeah. That's really all it is. Super volatile could go horribly, but at, at that price point, I'm fine with it. I mean, what I, what I rather, if I had the extra 600, would I rather go to Looney? Sure. But they're also could, Robert Williams is what? Yeah, 17.7% projected ownership. Looney's at 29. So that's a pretty noticeable difference for sure. I, I could see wanting to, to get to Robert Williams just at low ownership. Do we have free tools today? I believe we do. Let's see. We got pull this up. Free tools, NBA player projections for this showdown slate, MLB main slate ownership projections, and PGA golfer rankings. All that free at awesome.com. And if you actually want to get everything on the site, golf, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, UFC, NASCAR, esports, tennis, soccer, F1 race, literally anything. If, if they have contests out there, we have content for it. We have all of the tools, the ownership, the projections, all the simulation tools for these, for baseball, you know, top stacks, top pitchers, boom, bust tools for all the other sports, the lineup builder, all of our projected stats, you name it, uh, everything for every sport. If you want to get in on that and get 50% off everything for the entire month, the, the entire month, 50% off, use the promo code NBA strategy show, all caps, all one word, NBA strategy show. That'll get you 50% off everything for the entirety of the month, uh, including our premium discord, including office hours. where you have the pros from awesome answering your questions, helping you better your game. Literally everything on the site. And then you can get the Fantasy Cruncher add-on, which is well worth it if you want. NBA Strategy Show, half off, everything on the site. All the tools built by Awesomeo himself, Alex Baker. You know him. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Come join us. Say what's up. And if you have any questions, my DMs are open. You can hit me up at Lafayette underscore D. I'm happy to, to answer them for you before you dive in. Where are we at on some of this value? I guess we we already talked about Peyton. I, I think we both agree that's pretty pretty easy, especially at his ownership. Let me go sub-6K, so maybe not value, but like Derek White, Otto Porter, Grant Williams. What about those guys? How do they fit into lineups tonight? Um, still, you know, reasonable value options to take shots at. All of their minutes are at least somewhat risky. Um, Porter, wow, I think. Wow, Bryson's joining that live golf uh, tour as well. Same with Patrick Reed. Yeah, that Bry Bryson, I thought he'd been known for a long time. I thought it was Dustin Johnson that we knew well, about. Well, yeah, him too. Oh, I didn't know. With Bryson, we knew about that? Okay. I thought so. Um, like, I didn't think we knew I, about I, I think the official confirmation is like just now coming out, but I thought it had pretty much been known for a while. Okay. Um. Yeah, my Twitter replies are just getting blown up right now because uh, I suggested that professional golfers taking a bunch of money to play golf is kind of their job. But um. And taking blood a, money and not a political statement, but uh, taking blood money. Yeah, so stupid. Um, I, like the the playing time on those guys, I think is risky on all of them. Porter is a little bit more interesting to me just because he's at least a good point per minute guy. Like with Grant Williams, he played 16 minutes in game one. He played 20 minutes, including garbage time. 21 minutes, including garbage time in game two. Not only do you have to get him getting more minutes. Um, for him to to be an option that you want, but you also need him to play well. Um, you know, can both of those things happen? Sure, but it's pretty unlikely. Whereas Porter, you really just need him to get the minutes. You know, game one, he played uh, 23, 20, 23 and a half minutes. Game two, he only played 15. 
So the, the playing time is volatile, but at least you're talking about a point-per-minute guy. Um, Porter right now projected for 22% ownership. Williams only at 9 That part of it, the, the only the only case I could make for Grant Williams is it's a one-game slate. He's 9% owned. Maybe you get lucky. Um, that's not a horrible way to approach him. But with Porter, at least it, it, it's a little bit easier to articulate like how he how he gets there. For sure. The problem with Grant Williams is that I would rather just pay for Gary Payton, pay $1,200 less, and get probably similar, if not better, production. Right. Yeah. I mean, the way things the way things look right now, I'm just jamming Gary Payton in and saying, right, hey, okay, right. I, I don't care about the rest of this. Is there always that chance that Grant Williams just go? You know, th- here's a perfect example of when you were saying earlier that, yeah, okay, Jalen Brown hasn't done it yet. I'm talking like 60 plus, but it's possible. Yeah, sure. Is it possible that Grant Williams has one of those games where he just starts ripping off threes at an egregious pace? Yeah, he's actually done it a few times in the playoffs. But usually you're not expecting that. And I think Derek White has just been one of those guys that I know he shot poorly last game, but he's come on really strong of late. Remember, he, he did not look good at the beginning of that Miami series uh, at all and, and towards in stretches of the, the Buck series. But he has looked a lot better now as well. Yeah, and with White, I think it's important to keep in mind, you know, yeah, he's had some some shooting games that he's not going to repeat, namely game one of this series. But he was really disappointing from a fantasy standpoint early on with Boston and throughout a lot of this postseason. But it was surprising. You know, we, we know what Derek White is as a basketball player, as a fantasy producer. So it was really surprising how poorly he had played early on with Boston. To me, most of this um, improvement is just Derek White getting back to being Derek White. It's not some really difficult to explain, you know, phenomenon that I think goes away. I don't think he, you know, continues to just knock down contested threes, but I do think that you're back to seeing, you know, the 0.9 to one fantasy point per minute Derek White. And as long as he's he's playing like that, he's going to keep getting minutes because that's what Boston traded for him for. Like, I think you want him playing minutes over Grant Williams. It's just that he was playing so poorly before. Um, and, and, you know, obviously guys were missing for Boston too, wh- why Grant was getting so many minutes. But I, I think like Derek White getting more minutes than Grant Williams consistently is likely to continue. I would agree with that for sure. Last thing I want to ask you. I appreciate you guys hanging out on a Wednesday morning. This has been fun. Josh is coming up just a second. He's going to, we're going to, don't go anywhere because just stick around. Plus, we're deciding what tattoo he's getting tonight, Adam, which should be an absolute blast. Yeah, it should he, be a good time. And by, I, I actually feel bad for him with this optimal conversation right now. Like it's making my head hurt, and I'm not even. I, I know. I, I I know. I was I was I was looking at that as well. Uh, he lost the bet. I forget what it was. All Star Game. I, whatever. I whatever bet I won. I I don't know if he's ever won a bet against me, but uh, has to get. I, I a, mean, join that that goes for pretty much everybody i'm not sure josh (laughs) has to get the inside of the lip tattooed it's gonna be good man and i think he'll go in there do do some vlog style stuff the best part is he doesn't have any tattoos he has no tattoos yeah yeah that's the best part for sure it's just that josh went 30 whatever years without getting a tattoo and now he's gonna go lip tattoo. tattoo yeah like if I went in there, I know what I'm expecting to get. So do you. I know you have a couple of tattoos, right? So yep. You know what you're expecting. This this will be good. Josh did. Josh said, "Zip it, Adam." I swept you on thrive. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that you guys had the uh, had that battle going that you were you guys were both you know, insanely invested in. Yeah, that one of us was insanely invested. Right. To day, how much is that going to hurt? Feels like a sense. It probably won't be that bad, honestly. I, I I think when it first came up, a couple people in here said that it didn't hurt. That it wasn't that. I have one. Of, I have a one that's probably this big on my rib cage, and that, in terms of like everything I've gotten done, that hurt the most for sure. Yeah, so, I've heard that. That's I don't have any on my ribs, but I'd heard that was not a good time. Yeah, like I'll take the lip for sure over over the ribs. Anyway, is there any other value? Any other value that? is worth talking about getting into lineups today, even as just like, what do you read? 
are we going to talk about how high Adam was when he decided to trace his hand on the wall <laughs> 400 times? <laughs> yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's psilocybin right there because the hand's a different shape every single time. I mean, yeah, there, there's one given the finger. I'm not sure if you can see it. I can't. No. Interesting. Are you in like, is it like a, a hipster type hotel? I wouldn't say hipster. It's just kind of like different. I don't know. Definitely different. Any other cheap guys though that are that are worth plugging in, even if you just get a, a little bit of them that maybe they crack the rotation tonight. You mentioned Bielitsa, like if Igadala's out. Uh, anybody else that, that could be in the rotation that we should talk about? Yeah, I mean, like Daniel Tice is 1600. I think the most likely case is that he plays, you know, the five or six minutes that he played in game one, gets a rotation in the first half, doesn't play in the second half. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he's just not in the rotation either. I would be surprised if this game is competitive and you get another 16 minutes or so. But just because it would surprise me doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And he's getting virtually no, you know, 8% ownership at 1600. So there's at least a path to him having a good game. Again, I don't think it's very likely. And if you're going to give me, you know, Gary Payton at 18% or Daniel Tyson at eight, I'm still just taking Gary Payton there uh, for $1,400 more. But, you know, I think Tice at least deserved the mention for, for that reason. Uh, Bielitsa at 2,200 if Iggy is out, I assume plays 10, 11 minutes again. You know, certainly not set in stone. Certainly could be Kaminga. Certainly could be Looney, you know, getting more minutes. Uh, there's ways that can go wrong. But, you know, again, he probably won't be popular. You can throw him in some lineups as a way to differentiate and hope that you get lucky. All right. Favorite non-Tatum, Brown, or Curry captain play today? Non-Curry, Brown, or Tatum captain play? Favorite one? I, I'm going to try and – I don't know how much Gary Payton, that captain, like, opens stuff up. But you're thinking about but it. that I would did... be really – Sorry, go ahead. Like, the, I just think that could be really interesting because, like, I, I think there's a decent chance that Payton just – gives you you know a solid game in terms of fantasy production like if you put him at captain you have ninety one hundred dollars left over you can so, literally do whatever you can literally do whatever you want yeah i mean you if, like peyton captain tatum curry you have 7900 per position so you can either just play three of those mid-range guys you can play jalen brown and you know like one of the mid-range guys you can do a lot of here's one right here stuff. peyton you don't have to like looney but i'm just giving you an example Peyton at captain, Curry, Tatum, Jalen Brown, Clay Thompson, Looney. And that Clay Thompson can be Al Horford as well. So right. you can really do pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll mention Peyton just because he's not getting any captain ownership and you can build some really good lineups there. Um, and I kind of mentioned Robert Williams earlier. You know, I know people in chat were saying he looks like he's hurt. Sure, that's fine. Um, he's still producing at a pretty normal rate. It's just a matter of is he healthy enough to play 24 plus minutes or not? If he is, like, if you, if you guaranteed me Robert Williams is playing 24 or more minutes at 6K and 2% captain ownership, I would have a lot of him. Obviously, that guarantee doesn't exist, but it does make me think that the range of outcomes on him is pretty appealing given that ownership. Hey, man, have fun in L.A. When are you, when are you coming home? Um, I have a red eye Sunday night into Monday morning. So I get in 7 a.m. Monday, and I'm sure I will be feeling great on shows. And how's the new apartment? Uh, it's great. It still needs to be unpacked. I've been there for less than 24 hours. Oh, dude, that's going to be so rough coming home to an unpacked apartment. Yeah, it's going to be really annoying. Because I, I moved in on Monday. I flew to Phoenix on Tuesday. Got back from Phoenix at like midnight Saturday morning. And then flew out to LA at like 6 a.m. Sunday. Mm. Well, have fun, man. I'm going to bring Josh in here. Talk a little bit of playback here because we're, we're going live tonight. And listen, listen, if no, wait, you want, I can just leave now. Hold on. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. If you would like tonight, if you're out and about doing your thing and I hit you up, I shoot you a text and say, hey, jump on for a minute. Say hi. Hopefully you tuned up. I expect I'll, I'll, I'll be at dinner. OK, well, I expect you to, to, to walk outside for a moment. Yeah, I'm probably just going to ignore you. You will not be at dinner for three hours. I think we're getting to dinner. Like, all right, I'll hit you up tonight. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, all right, I'll hit you up tonight. Yeah. All right. Later, have I fun, man. Ignore you later. See ya. All right. Josh Ingerman with us, by the way, MVP program. If you want access to beta testing new tools, if you want access to all of the deals that we have 
and all of the other stuff that's going on inner workings behind the scene that you're getting and nobody else is and it's not spam i told him i won't do this if we're spamming people all you got to do is text mvp22 to the number mike put that on the screen and then go back to playback to, to the number on the screen i'm not going to read it it's on the screen take that number put it in your phone type mvp22 all one word and you'll be entered not only to get all of that other stuff beta testing new tools um getting all of the exclusive discounts that we have but also entered to win a free month of awesome o plus platinum we don't spam you we very infrequently text you but we let you know when all the good stuff is going on text mvp22 to that number josh ingleman what's going on bro we've been we've been teasing this forever man forever and it's finally here game three of the nba finals I don't know where that picture of me came from, but that is dog shit. We need to opt out of that one. Let me see oh, it. Let me see it. It's you didn't see that? The, oh my god. It. It's, it's, it's bad, dude. It's see. real bad. Real bad. It. I don't know who cut that. Hold on, hold on. Because mine's for a fine. One. Mine's the one we use on all of my stuff. Just go. Just ask ask me for a better one. You see it? Oh yeah, that's rough, dude. They put 40 pounds straight onto your face for that one. Yeah, I, I also evidently removed my chin from the equation, which isn't really what I was looking to do, but whatever. That's fine. We're here. Finally, man. This is We've been talking about this for months. We should have done this two games ago, but I got the bug, so uh, not ideal. You but, got the Rona. Yeah, you're feeling better, huh? Yeah, I feel pretty good. feel pretty good. Feel, you're going to get the third booster? Uh, if, if and when I can. Yeah, well, I'm second just, booster. I'm just messing with you. Second booster. Oh, okay. I thought you were, I thought you were dose boosted. It well, no, I got the, I got the two main Modernas. I got a booster Moderna ah. and now I'm set for booster number two. Now you got some, now you got some legit. And COVID don't, COVID don't want this shit no more, man. I That's what I'm back. saying. That's what I'm saying. Now, now you're in business, man. You could walk in, you could walk anywhere. You could walk into a super spreader event, like a boss. I think I did that last Saturday. For you absolutely Liverpool. did, dude. Yeah. You absolutely did. How are you feeling though? Better? You look. No, better. no I, feel, I feel like ninety nine percent at this point. Friday will be interesting. I haven't been to the gym for any of this stuff. Obviously, um, I'm gonna try to do that on Friday morning, and I have a feeling it's going to be a sobering experience because <laughs> energy wise, that like I'm not gonna have the same tank that I had when I had it. It was it was a head cold, but it was it wiped me out from a fatigue standpoint. Like Mike was saying today before he did the show, Mike Lawrence produced the show that I would do shows and I would tell him if I'm like, if I'm not talking, get me off the screen immediately because I'm going to be coughing. And then I would crawl back into bed after the shows. Now, I didn't have a fever with it, but understandably brutal. You're back in action. We're good to go. You were even trying to do it on on uh, game one. You were determined yeah. to do it. You just. Didn't have it in. You, you, you're not as strong as you thought, but we're here. Yeah, it was. It would have been real bad. Like it wouldn't have been. No one would have enjoyed it. I would have right. been grumpy. I would right. have sounded awful for sure. I, I don't know how I would have stayed up till midnight. It, it just. I would have had to do blow. Which would probably have helped for a while. Uh, I guess. I don't know. And then, but then, then afterwards, it's just a double gut punch, and you yeah. just want to die. That wouldn't be worth it. It, it wouldn't have been ideal. So tonight we're doing the playback. That's what it's called. It's over at playback. Getplayback.com slash room slash awesome. Very simple. Now, I hope you guys will join us because we've been waiting to do this forever. Going to have some drinks, going to watch the game. Now, before it would be me watching my TV like this, talking to Josh. Yep. It would be Josh watching on YouTube TV or whatever it was and being literally a minute behind me in game time. Yes. And the sync was was it was dog shit it was terrible this time yeah. we're all watching the exact same stream at the exact same time on the exact same screen together check it out i'm telling you you guys are gonna love this it's am i wrong to say because when i hit you up about this a few months ago i was like i think this is kind of groundbreaking material these guys are kind of yeah. pioneering a space now where you can do this for free all you have to do is authenticate your TV provider. And we all see the exact same thing at the exact same time. Yeah, we, we got you. You were hip to this very, very early. Well, Brandon, um, Brandon, who who works well, I play. I forget exactly what he does, but he's one of the you know, one of the main yeah. guys. They're all Stanford grads doing big things. 
he he's been watching our shows forever and he yep. hit me up about it and i was like well this sounds like a brilliant idea yeah and it's it's it could not be more perfect for us i wish we had it last year for the finals but you know we can't go back in time unfortunately if we could i probably wouldn't do those streams because i'd be a gajillionaire i, I would have uh, bought all sorts of different stuff. I don't like 30 crypto punks and all sorts of nonsense. <laughs> We'd never do those streams again. But uh yeah, we had we we met with these guys, God, probably like two or three months, two months ago at this yeah, point. Now. Yeah. Put these plans in place and now it's here and it works great. Like the experience is fantastic. I don't like there are multiple different streams going tonight of people watching this NBA game. I don't like it's not just us. There are other big podcasts in the NBA landscape that I listen to on the reg also doing this. We are coming out of us, obviously. Yeah, a hundred percent. But what I'm trying to say is like, this isn't some niche right now. This is growing and this is going to grow and grow and grow. You're going to see this again next year during the NBA playoffs. I've got a sneaky suspicion. These are going to be quite popular during the NFL season. Be ready for that one. Uh, nobody wants to watch baseball games, but you know, we could possibly do that too. Um, Dude, you can no. even do like UFC fi- cards, final rounds of, yeah, UFC's pay per view would be tough, but you could pay per view would other- be impossible, probably yeah, because not everybody's authenticating paper. You know, you can't yeah. authenticate crack streams, right? But, uh, you have even PGA, like final, even if you went on for like the final round of a masters or something, that would be, yeah, we, even the we final could be hour the of US the open next Sunday, you know? Yeah. Even the final hour of the final round, you know, you just yeah. chill. So I think there's, it's, there's so much that, that we can do with it. I can't wait for you guys to, to come hang out. It's going to be a blast crack open a cold one or do whatever you do in the privacy yeah. and comfort of your own home. We'll be doing the same. You know what I'm going to do? I think for, for football too, I'm going to set up like a, a, a new streaming area in my basement just for this. So when I go down to watch red zone and the Eagles, I'll just pop that on and, yeah. and go or like a Monday night football game. Just yeah. Go. Oh, you don't need, you know, I mean, a quick camera and a mic. Easy. Yeah. Easy. It's it. all I'm going to do. And I might just get like a small desk that I can roll in and out. So I don't have it yeah. sitting in the middle of the, in the like, living space. Yeah, that works. Be yeah. simple. Dude, I'm so pumped for tonight. Me too. Not man. gonna get not getting wrecked like we did last year. No, I don't no, feel, no, 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 no. I don't no. feel good enough for that. I can't put down three quarters of a bottle of Cavassier. And no, I'm gonna drink some beers though. I'm definitely gonna have some beers tonight. I might have a glass of red. I probably won't go much deeper than that. Okay, I will. But I'll definitely be taking it relatively easy. You know. Yeah, I have to. No, we get to a game seven or something like that. Screw All it, bets man. Are off. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm just gonna put an IV uh, the penny in. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Tattoo Guys, tonight, go, man. Go. Oh, I know. Go over. Uh, throw that up on the screen again, Mike. Go over there now if you want to hang with us tonight. Just take. What is it like? Thirty seconds to sign up and authenticate. Maybe a minute tops. Yeah, uh, nothing. It, I did it I did this it morning in like that. Yeah. Uh, just go over there. Do it now. So once we go live, you don't have to worry about any of that bullshit. You just sign. You just you don't even sign in. You just go into the room. That's all you yep. got to do. Uh, so yeah, just sign up, authenticate. Takes two seconds, and we'll see you guys back here tonight. Gonna be a blast. Was it really necessary to put this picture back up? <laughs> Dude, that is. That, is that you holding a camera and taking a selfie? I don't think so. Because it doesn't That's not one, something I do. Your one arm looks like you're holding a I don't know where that picture came from. I don't Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might not it might not be real. I think it might be the colored versions of the pictures that I took for my process shows. But I didn't take those pictures. No. Yeah, it might be fake. Uh, Josh of Los Angeles, does it work with YouTube TV? Yeah, dude, it works with all, like you could, uh, Hulu Sports. Just about everything. You, yeah, almost, I mean, unless you've got some strange, obscure shit that we haven't heard of, but yeah, it, maybe even that too. I, I've looked at it. You can look at all the providers, whether it's yeah. cable that you're using or, or it's a stream, whatever, we're locked in. 
you're not watching it on that stream. You're just authenticating it so that you can watch it legally. So yeah. like we can watch it on my Xfinity stream, Josh, right? But then you yeah. can authenticate through YouTube TV, but you're not gonna be delayed with mine. Right. Normally you would be, because cable's always gonna get there quicker. You're watching it on cable with mine, but you're just authenticating through yours. Right, P playback wants to know that you have the ability legally to yes. watch the game at all. And once they agree to that, they are willing to provide you the broadcast they are using, which Correct. I believe is the YouTube TV stream. I think that's what they told us. I wonder if someone snuck in and took a picture of you while you had COVID. Maybe that's it. Oh my God. I don't, I, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. That is an unfortunate view. <laughs> Nobody wants the underside of my chin. We'll see you guys back here tonight. Hit that. By the way, thanks. Over a hundred likes. Appreciate you as always hanging out on a Wednesday morning. Josh and I tip off tonight. Maybe we'll start a couple minutes early just to get things set up and go. Oh, yeah. I want to I want to work, make sure there's no kinks. So maybe we'll get a few minutes before tip. We'll get things going and we'll make it happen. Shout out to Mike for producing the show. Uh, and T.O. Deck, I don't know if it works in Canada, but I, I would maybe check it out. I don't know. If you have a TV provider that you can watch it on, I would assume you can. So I don't know. Who knows? Check it out. Hopefully we'll see you guys there. There's a chat and everything. We can even bring people in. Uh, yeah. However, in order to do that, I, we got to think of some type of vetting process so things don't get ugly. So I you mean, guys I can tell you this very specifically which people aren't coming in. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Tonight, game three of the NBA Finals. Peace.